Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Good evening, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend and also going to go ahead and wish you a wonderful week ahead as well. So we have a special guest tonight, just waiting for her to call in. I'm really excited to host this interview because I think it's a wonderful near and dear cause here uh, that I want y'all all to learn about and uh, about to introduce her. So hang tight here. Her name is Alicia Grady, and she is the president and founder of Heroes for Hope. And let me see if she's on the line now with me. Are you there, Alicia? I am. Oh, there you are. Thank you so much for being a part of the interview tonight. I greatly appreciate it. I know your time is valuable. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So I just want to give a brief background to let the audience know how, the listeners know how I learned about your organization, Heroes for Hope. And so about, uh, it was Valentine's Day weekend, I remember now, and I told my husband, you know, we got this new commuter train. Let's just take it downtown grapevine for the night, have some dinner, just enjoy ourselves. And as we were walking back towards the the train station in downtown grapevine, we happened to see an event going on and it caught our attention. We're like, what is this? We kind of caught it a little early though. And it turned out it was the Galacon hosted by Grapevine's Dark Knight. And we were really intrigued. And then I started learning more about your organization from there. And I was like, I got to interview them. This is too cool. <laughs> and so <laughs> I wanted to also start out just just to kind of give it background insight and share a couple of these awesome reviews on your Facebook page, which everyone could check out, Heroes for Hope on Facebook, and uh, a couple of my favorites here I thought were really kind and, and just kind of give you an overview of just of what y'all are about. Uh, guard, excuse me, Carden CC said, this is an amazing organization, exclamation mark. <laughs> we can't wait for more events to help support St. Jude and our veterans. And another one says from Barb Shipes, she wrote, Heroes for Hope is the most awesome, has hero status in my family's eyes, tireless. They are true warriors and angels for their for kids and their families. They helped us navigate and survive the most traumatic, devastating time in our lives. They introduced us to other families. They helped us financially, emotionally, spiritually. Heroes for Hope is a world-class charity right here at home. I don't have words to thank you. That is just amazing. And I could go on and on. There are so many more kind reviews and comments from others just like that and more. And so to get started, I wanted to ask you, Alicia, how, how did y'all get started initially with Heroes for Hope? Well, uh, now that you almost made me cry from there. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually, my story starts in 2009. My mom and my niece, who was 15 at the time, they were diagnosed with cancer a day apart. Which oh, was wow. Pretty devastating so for our family. Yeah, it was mm. tough. Um, my niece had a very rare but very treatable form of non Hodgkin's lymphoma, and my mom was diagnosed with kidney cancer. So they told us my niece's treatment would be relatively short, um, and my mom's cancer was basically you remove the kidney, cancer's gone. So we were like, great. So my niece completed her treatment, and my mom had her kidney removed. And so by Christmas that year, we were like, Wow, we conquered it twice. It hit our family wow. twice and we conquered it. So we were ecstatic. Christmas 2009, uh, my niece was declared cancer-free. My mom's kidney was removed. And so 
starting in January, my mom just starts going into routine checkups just to make sure everything's good and we're getting abnormal tests, abnormal tests, blood scan. Uh-oh, it's in on his nose, so we're looking at stage four. Mm. So we pretty much were devastated all over again, and my mom fought very hard for almost a year, and then we lost her in 2011. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. Yes, it's tough. My niece is almost a 10-year survivor. She will be a 10-year survivor in December. She just gave birth to her first baby. Oh, uh, wow. A week and a half ago. So we have a new baby. Yeah. Aww. And so after watching their courage and their strength, they decided we wanted to do something. And at the time, I was really want. And so um, I was looking for ways to do that. And I stumbled across something that's called a St. Jude Heroes. And what that is, is you make a personal uh, fundraising goal. Kind of like the Coleman three-day thing. You make a personal fundraising mm-hmm. go and you raise your funds, and then you go to St. Jude in December, and you participate in their marathon weekend. And so um, by that time, my sister and uh, my older sister, who's the mother of my niece, they had started a nonprofit called The Bow Dazzling, and they make headbands and hair bows for young girls going through um, medical needs. And so they had started that, and I told my sister, I said, like, the only way, I had made a commitment of $2,500. The only way I know how to raise $2,500 is if we put on a 5K. And so we talked to one of my friends who's had a running service, and so we said, we want to do this. And he's like, let's do it. And so mm-hmm. we put on a 5K race in 2013 and 2014, superhero-themed. I told my sister, who was not a runner, I just want free beer, free barbecue, and full medals. And she was like, "Get eight o'clock in the morning? And I was like, trust me, it'll be gold to runners. So we did that for two years, and we were able to, in two years, the first two years, we were able to donate $10,000 to St. Jude. We went to St. Jude twice and visited. Wow. Um, the place is beyond words amazing. Um, you just can't, you can just never put it into words what that place is. Um, and so we did that. And then after that, we decided, uh, you know, I want this to be something more than just, um, annual run. We want to turn this into a nonprofit, and so we put together a group of board of directors, board of advisors, and decided, um, you know, let's do this. So we um, filed for our 501c3 through the IRS. We were granted that, and we decided, kind of, started trying to figure out what we were going to do. And it took us a year or so to. You know, we were doing good stuff in the community, but we weren't exactly 100% sure what we wanted to do, and it took us a little while to figure that out, but we have, and our main thing we want to do is work with families with children fighting cancer, support our military and veterans, and then we do some stuff with some elderly and homeless organizations. Nice. Very nice. I read, uh, speaking of, one of the comments I read earlier today on your Facebook page that made me cry was a mother writing about her son that had seen the homeless, uh, homeless, a group of homeless people, and they were walking back towards their car, and he asked her for money, and she only had a dollar cash on her, and he took the dollar, and he walked right back to the homeless people to give it to, 
to them and then came back and she said because of your organization and because y'all had provided i believe it was like a, a bags or lunch bags that y'all y'all have a project Sorry. that you do every year for the homeless okay. and that he had been a part of that and had not thought even twice didn't look at them funny didn't think twice about it and just initially wanted to help them and that's such a i mean that's just such a beautiful testament to your organization right then and there of many things y'all yeah, do wonderful he is, yeah, that's Donovan. He's a very sweet little boy. His mom has been a part of our committee almost from the beginning. And, wow. Uh, yeah, they're very special to us. Um, with the childhood cancer, we we everything we do superhero theme. So if a kid's having a bad chemo day or having a normal chemo party or a birthday party or just needs a superhero to come see him or a princess because little girls' heroes can be princesses, then we do that <laughs> and we set that up and. We have the you know, hero or the princess take a little special gift to the child and kind of just try to broaden their day a little bit. You know, our thing is you're going through a devastating time, and we're going to try to provide hope. So we try to provide these families with a spiritual and emotional hope and support. We um, we really try to just find light in the dark situation. We try to hook them up with other organizations that can help them, uh, connect them with other families that are experiencing similar diagnosis with them, and that way we can just try to let them know, hey, when you feel like the whole world is falling apart, we're going to provide something brand new for you. Um, and one of the things that we're most proud of that we started in 2017 in the fall is we started a financial assistance program because Eighty-six percent of families fighting childhood cancer, they face some type of financial hardship. Mm. Um, half the families end up filing bankruptcy. So, we have a monthly budget of about two thousand to twenty-five hundred dollars a month, where we give to families to pay their mortgage, rent, utilities, medical expenses, groceries, and that budget is generally depleted within twenty-four hours. Wow! Oh my goodness! It's, Huge need, huge, huge underserved need. Most definitely. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so glad you are able to help, but that's kind of at the same time rather sad perspective as well, you know. Wow, where's 24 yes. hours it goes? Such a need. Oh, uh, the going back to, to the volunteers and superheroes, I meant to mention to you that it turned out that one of my friends was at that event and, and volunteers at many of your events as a superhero, Michael Ryan. I was like, small yes. world. <laughs> so I'd asked yes. him a bit about your organization, too, and he explained to me that many, many people, including himself, that do show up as these uh, superheroes that just volunteer their time and just enjoy being a part of it and helping out. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, we actually have our own superhero squad. We have a group that, you know, they're the same people every time. And then we work with other groups that Michael's involved with, like Cause to Play, Princesses with a Purpose. And so a lot of those groups will come together with us. And, you know, Great Minds Dark Knight, he did the Galicon. And so, yeah, other organizations will come together and work with us and, and help us. And we've really worked with other Hero organizations and other childhood cancer organization, and it's just part of building a community for these families. Most definitely, it's wonderful. And tell me about the upcoming event. It sounded kind of unusual instead of a regular 5K walk. <laughs> yeah, so every September we hold a 5K, which is a great big fun event. We have a one mile walk of valor where we honor our military, we honor our hero kids and their families, and it's a great day. But not everybody runs. And so we're always trying to find new creative ways to draw the public in and, and give them a fun opportunity to help us because 
with a $2,000 to $2,500 a month budget just for the financial assistance, we have to have fundraisers. And we try to make those fun. And so there's a new kind of fundraiser that's kind of popping up all over the country, and so we decided to embrace it. Like I said, not everybody's a runner, so this is a new event for everybody else. This is a point 5K with emphasis on the point. So it's technically 1,600 <laughs> feet. There's going to be no running allowed. I love it. My you kind. No you, can walk, you can walk, you can skip, you can lollygag, but no running. And if 1,600 feet, just we're going to be holding it at Shannon Brewery. They're a great supporter of what we do. And so uh, it's going to be a great day of photo ops, a little beer. It's actually on National Eat Anything You Want Day. So we're going to have oh. a <laughs> Yeah, That's great. great. So we're best. Yes. <laughs> so um, if 1,600 feet just seems like it's so incredibly far to walk, we're actually going to have a, in quotation marks, <laughs> medical tent with nurses and firefighters distributing <laughs> adult shots of margaritas. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like fun. Yes, as you cross the finish line to Bon Jovi's Blaze of Glory, we will have superheroes putting wooden coaster finishers medals around your neck. You'll walk <laughs> through and you'll get a pint glass and a ticket for a free beer. We're going to have a live 90s band. Um, we're going to have the food fest. And it's just going to be a great day of fun. Uh, fun and festivities. We're going to bring some awareness to the kids that are fighting. We're going to introduce some of them. We're going to bring awareness to who we are and what we do. And just try to let the community come in and embrace these families and let them know, again, they're not fighting alone. Very cool. And that's what I see on May 11th at noon, from noon until 4 at Shannon Brewery Company in Keller, Texas. Now, can anyone just show up on the spot, or do they need to get tickets in advance? They can buy tickets in advance on active, at active.com, or they can go to our Facebook page, and we'll, it'll have the link there as well. Now, we're having um, packet pickup the day before from 4 to 7 at Shannon, so they can come sign up that day. Or if they want to come sign up the day of the event, they can do that as well. We're going to start uh, race day packet pickup and registration and let everybody get hydrated with Shannon specials at noon. Uh, so people can come sign up from 12 to 1 at 1 o'clock, 1-ish. We will actually start the race. Um, and so they'll have from 12 to 1 a day of the event to sign up. Very cool. And what would you say, I know, of course, that's the upcoming event, but just overall, since you've had so many events over the past years, what would you say is maybe one or two of your favorite memories events and why? Uh, I would say, uh, sorry to say, about breaking up because it always gets me. But... Um, <laughs> our 5K by far is the best because um, we honor our kids. And two years ago, we had a little girl who she was 11 at the time, and she had had a chemo treatment on Friday, um, and she was going to do the, the 5K. And her mom was, we, we have a thing where we have work with a group of uh, people called Ainsley's Angels, and they'll actually push our kids through the race in these, like, super – had super like special pushing running strollers, not just your average one, but special ones. And so any mm-hmm. of our hero kids that want to be pushed, they can push them through. But this little girl was determined she was going to walk and she was going to walk the whole 5K. And she was wow. the last one to cross the finish line. But she wasn't going to quit. And her mom was like, why are you pushing yourself so hard? And she's like, because I want all these people to see if I can do this after having chemo yesterday, then anybody can do this. And wow. so we'd already kind of started the award ceremony because that time was ticking a little bit. And so we kind of wanted to start it. And the guy who plays the Incredible Hulk is this huge, muscular, big guy. and But he was a Hulk at that point. And he had his Hulk 
stuff on and he came running over to me and was like, Alicia, tell everybody to come to the finish line now because Natalie is finishing <laughs> and she's coming across and we got it on. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And so she comes across mm-hmm. the finish line and the Hulk, after the, after I, uh, afterwards I talked to the Hulk and he was like, man, I'm glad I had that mask on because I was crying like a baby over there. Oh, I bet. So, I can only so, imagine. That's one of my most special memories of anything we've done because it's, you know, you get a guy who's a big, tough guy like the Hulk, uh, and he is a big, tough guy, and, uh, uh, you know, he understands what these kids are going through. We all do, and that's why, you know, we everybody who everybody on our committee, everybody on our board, we all have full-time jobs. Nobody gets paid for what we do for Heroes for Hope. And so we all come together because we get it. We get what these families are going through, and, uh I have an amazing group of people that just give give themselves tirelessly to make what we do happen. That's so wonderful. That's, man, that's a beautiful story. Wow. What, what was the little girl's name again? Natalie. She was our Natalie. Every year I'll we remember have Ambassadors that. of Hope. And she was our 2018. She was one of our 2018 Ambassadors of Hope. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yes. There's oh. an interview of her on our Facebook page as well. Oh, nice. Very nice. Oh, wow. And I know you've mentioned the helping the veterans and and childhood cancer and clean St. Jude. So those those are the main areas of your focus, correct? Or have I left other causes out? Okay, well, not that do, that's not enough. Do, that's more than no, plenty. No, no. We, so, childhood <laughs> cancer by far is most. We make an annual, annual contribution to St. Jude. And then we have a team that goes to St. Jude every year in December to visit and tour and participate in their uh, weekend. And then um, our second area, again, is the military and veterans. And so we've donated to organizations like Operation Homefront, Serving Our Soldiers, and last year and this year, we're really embracing this very special organization called Brothers Keepers. Um, and so we honor our every every event we do. We put back part of the proceeds that we're going to give to military organizations. And then we do like we donate personal care items and things like that to some other military organizations. Um, and then we again at our 5K race in September, we have a one mile walk of valor to honor that. Last year we actually had a guy from the Vietnam War who uh, led our one mile walk of valor and we honored him. Oh wow. Um, yeah, it's very, very cool event. We have members from um, all branches of the military out there all carrying big American flags and it's a neat thing. Um, and then the last cool. area we kind of focus on, yeah, the last area we focus on is uh, kind of homeless and um, elderly. We work with um, the JPS Geriatric Clinic. They have they work with elderly in our community and provide medical services. But most of those people are either um, struggling very much financially. Some of them are homeless, living with other people, don't have a lot of uh, assistance other than what food stamps can buy. So we try to provide personal care items, things like boost, adult diapers, things like that to try to help them out. Um, and then one of the members of our committee, they brought in. Um, a thing called blessing bags. So annually we do a thing called blessing bags where we collect personal care items, snacks, gloves, socks, beanies, and we put them in bags. And then we partner with a food truck called Holy Smokes. And we go out into the homeless area for work and we just give those families and those people, individuals, um, our blessing bags. And then Holy Smokes provides a barbecue lunch for them. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, you mentioned beanies. Just side note, I crochet, and I know many crocheters and knitters. So if that awesome. helps any, I would 
definitely get the word out to try to get you some beanie hats because I think that would help with that cause as well as the childhood cancer cause too, right? Most definitely, yes. A lot of kids yeah. are here, and, and it, the hospitals are generally cold, so beanies are welcome all year long for the kids too. Yes, definitely. Definitely, yeah. I've, my favorite, I've seen. Oh, most definitely, I will get the word out. And my favorite, I noticed some of them, uh, some of my friends that they do the, I don't know what you call it, but like the creative type beanies where they're not just regular beanie hats, but they're, yes. it looks like a beanie hat right. made into like a costume wig or hair, just yes. especially the frozen girl one. I've seen that one a lot, <laughs> that wig. Yes. There is an organization. It's, yarn. It's a, passing my, yes, it's something yarn, it's some yarn uh, thing, and it's a, a thing where the girls get the princess's hair. Um for like a little wig, and it's, it's darling. It's super cute. I can't think of that organization, but it's a Magic Yarn maybe, but it's a great organization as well. Um, but, yeah, it's these kids, they just need a little, just something little. We had one of the, another special moment. You'll see it, it's a video that we have. It's just a 12-second video. But one of the other organizations we work with is the Cooper Max Foundation, and uh, the mom called me and said, hey, Alicia, there's a new, a new family uh, they're from Belton, Texas. Their little boy was just diagnosed with neuroblastoma, which is very, very deadly form of uh, cancer. And he's at three and a half, and he loves the Hulk. He think we get the Hulk comedian. They're staying at the Ronald McDonald house. And I was like, oh, most definitely. So, you know, I told you Hulk is a big, tough guy. And he, <laughs> he you know, I tell him he's going to meet him. And he's like, okay. And so we go, and I guess Axton sees us as we're walking up. And so as soon as we walk in, he goes, I knew it was a Hulk. I knew it was a Hulk. And so he was super excited. Oh. When the kids actually see the heroes, they're a little taken back because they're like, wow, the superhero is like right here. And so sometimes they're a little scared. <laughs> we're going to let them kind of form up the hero. But right. Okay. Austin was all about it. He was fist oh. him and holding the Hulk, Hulk hold him. And it was a 12 seconds awesome. of gloriness. Yes. Oh, so, I got it. I great. did not see that video yet. I have got to find that video for sure. That is yeah, that, that is, is too cool. I love that story. <laughs> that kid was not shy at all. That was no, wonderful. No, no. He loves the Hulk. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and we try um, to share one of the other things we try to do is just raise awareness. So we have about forty six hundred people that follow our Facebook page. We're hoping you know that just continues to grow. But what we try to do is share our kids' stories. A lot of the kids have. Facebook uh, pages that share their journey. And so what we try to do is we try to introduce our kids and then we share their updates. We had one little boy who's fighting neuroblastoma in Dallas and his mom was doing a video of him. He's 10 and she was, he did a video um, where he wanted his mom, he wanted everybody to remember him if he died. And this is a 10 year old saying this. And that was Mm. seen by over a quarter of a million people um, because it just made such an impact. Um, that one was really tough to watch. And mm. we just tried to, you know, like I said, we raise awareness by sharing what these kids' stories are. And we've had so many people just be like, wow, you've shown me something I don't really want to see, but I can, now I can't turn a blind eye to it. And so, you know, you increase exactly. awareness, that increases, you know, ultimately increases funding. Childhood cancer only receives less than 4% of the national funding. Uh, out of all really? traffic cancer receives less than 4%. And, and our, oh. our, we all just all believe our children are worth more than 4%. Yes, um, ma'am. So that's why things like St. Jude and, and um, other children's hospitals, the research they do is so important. There's only been three drugs specifically designed for children, children's cancer in the last 50 years. Three drugs. Oh, my goodness. So the rest of these kids, they're getting adult drugs 
watered down to try to get instead of being for a 150 175 pound man is trying to go for a 22 pound kid oh my gosh so that's why these kids get horrible horrible side effects afterwards you'll see a lot of our hero kids and they have hearing aids because they've lost their hearing not from the cancer but from the chemo wow i never knew all that that is extremely frustrating to hear these kids is lifelong when my niece wow. and her baby, uh, we weren't as much concerned if she could conceive. We were just concerned if her heart, the wall of her heart, was going to be strong enough to have a baby and have a go through mm-hmm. pregnancy because of the chemo. Mm. Wow. So even 10 years later, we were concerned, you know, did the side effects affect us? Were you just going to, you know, put you high risk or whatever? That is crazy. I just, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm still in shock just learning those statistics there. I mean, less than 4%. And only three drugs and the rest are adult drugs. Like, I mean, childhood cancer is so, it's just everywhere. I mean, it's, I just don't understand why they're not helping more. That's just so frustrating to learn that. Wow. They say it's rare, but the statistics Mm -hmm. show that one in 285 children get childhood cancer. 43 children are diagnosed every day. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So one in 285. If you think about your children's schools, how many kids are in your children's school? So... You have a kid class school of five hundred, probably one or two may end up with cancer. Wow. Well thank goodness for organizations like yours to help out. That is just so frustrating. Uh-huh. And and on that note a little bit. Yes. No, well, I think y'all are doing a lot, and I think it's wonderful. And I'm so glad that I've learned about y'all and able to do this interview and spread word to to the listeners as well as my fellow crocheters and knitters soon too. And and tell me on that note, how how can the community overall get more involved? Um, you can go to our uh, Facebook page. We we have a lot of times. Well, I'll actually I'll put a link. I'll put the link up there on the top where we have a link where you can actually donate. And um, Donating also always always helps because again we, we, nobody has a job with us. <laughs> Everybody, all the money that people donate goes directly to these families. Um, so I'll put that link at the top. We always have events and stuff like that where you can make donations. But I'll put that at the top um, so people can make those donations. And one of the biggest things that I truly believe that you can do for our families is pray. Pray for our kiddos. Share the Facebook stories. You know, share these stories when you see a kid that touches you. Share that. Help us raise awareness. And just pray. Amen. Amen. Well, is there anything else you would like to add before we go? I just your appreciation for helping us, helping us share what we do and share, you know, our our kids' journeys and just helping us raise awareness. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you all for all that you all are doing. It's amazing. And keep up the great work. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Alicia. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, that's amazing, y'all. So, again, check out Heroes for Hope on Facebook. You also can email her anytime at heroesforhopeinfo at yahoo.com. Again, I've been interviewing Alicia Grady, the president and founder of Heroes for Hope. As she mentioned, they help with many great causes, including military veterans, childhood cancer, children with cancer and their families, including St. Jude, but others as well. And they also help the homeless and elderly. Just many wonderful causes 
And uh, please check out their Facebook page. Like you said, like she said, excuse me, you can check out their Facebook page. I know I myself have already learned at least five individual stories just from checking out their Facebook page that led me over to individual childhood cancer stories and their families and going to, to their Facebook pages and following the stories as well. And many great events coming up. And as a reminder, don't forget to check out the upcoming event again this coming up this May, on May 11th to be exact. Once again, it's a Saturday, so great day of the week or weekend that is when you don't have to work. So it's on Saturday, May 11th at noon at the Shannon Brewery in Keller, Texas. And that address is 818 North Main Street in Keller. Uh, But like she said, you can register at active.com or you can go to their Facebook page and she'll help link you over, you know, ask any questions and such. Uh, But it's really, really fun to see the events they've done in the past as well. I was just kind of skimming through there. Uh, The one I mentioned, the Galacon, was hosted by Grapevine's Dark Knight. Uh, My friend Michael Ryan was one of the superheroes that volunteered at that particular event. It was at Lancaster Theater in downtown Grapevine. And it was really cool. I wish I I happened to run, uh, run by, you know, stop by on my way after dinner at Valentine's Day weekend and they had just started setting up so I didn't get to see the full event because I got there too early and I had to catch the train back but it was it looked really cool I saw the pictures afterwards I had to go back and see and it looked really cool they had all these nice dressed people uh or you know like celebrating Valentine's Day dressed taking pictures of the superheroes they did auctions and such they had these awesome gift baskets. I did see that when they were setting up. Uh, it looked like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, just looking at the pictures here as, as I speak. They also had, just kind of give you an overview a few more events that they've done in the past. Uh, the Heroes for Hope Cornhole Tournament. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, they did another one called Send a Hero Family Out to the Ballpark, which is our uh, Texas Rangers baseball team out here. Uh, Fort Worth's First Heroes for Hope Kids Marathon. I know she mentioned the 5Ks, how they got their start initially. I love that background story. Can you imagine having your mom and niece both diagnosed with cancer a day apart? Uh, I, I didn't want to take away from her interview time, but aside no personal note, you know, both my biological parents have had cancer. My birth dad sadly passed away in 2014 from lung cancer my biological mother however is a second time survivor she's had two different types of cancers including non-hodgkin's lymphoma or excuse me well it's a form of that it's actually more specifically for liquor lymphoma stage four thank goodness she's in remission from that more recently and before that she had stage three breast cancer so this this charity has just really touched my heart in so many ways, and I cannot wait to, at the, at the very least, start giving back through crocheting and donating beanie hats and asking my fellow crocheters and knitters to do the same and see if I can even help collect them for them. This is just amazing what they do in so many ways. But isn't that something that she went from her own family story of her niece and mother being diagnosed a day apart with cancer to turning into this amazing organization that gives back to so many. It's just so inspiring. I love this lady. Thank you, Alicia Grady and everybody at Heroes for Hope for all you all do. Y'all are amazing. Keep it up. So inspiring. Oh, they had another TCU Baseball Hero Weekend. These are just many events. I'm I'm looking at their uh, past events calendar on their Facebook page, Pub Crawling for Micah. Oh, wow. They have done a lot of stuff. Really cool. And all the events just sound like so much fun and so uplifting. I love that. So positive. Very cool. Very cool. 
Well, thank you again, Alicia. I really appreciate her taking the time to do this interview because you can tell her time is very valuable. They all have full-time jobs. Isn't that amazing? They all have full-time jobs and they all volunteer their time to help out with this organization. I look forward to, to helping out and, and learning more about them. That's so cool. So again, y'all can learn more too. Just go to Facebook, find Heroes for Hope. And also, again, you can email, send an email to her at uh, let me find it here again. Heroes for Hope Info at Yahoo.com. And Alicia is spelled L, excuse me, A L I S H A. Her last name is G R A D Y. If you want to send her an email and ask questions, or if you yourself want to give back and volunteer, or if you have questions or know someone in need then of any of these causes, again, reach out to Alicia Grady. And uh, I'm just doing a short segment since I have the interview lined up. Sometimes I do a two-hour segment. that has got a lot going on with Easter coming up next weekend and everything. So uh, another cause I wish I had time to mention to Alicia, but she might come back and listen to this archive interview later, is that, uh, of course, military veterans is a near and dear cause to my heart because I have military friends serving overseas. And unfortunately, many have passed on. And, and so they have come back home as well. So I have a lot of veteran friends, too. And there's a particular song I always play each show. I always try to play for them. And it's called Time to Go Home by Michael Franti of Spearhead, my favorite band. Check out their music and tour dates at michaelfranti.com. I cannot wait to see them when they come to town here in Dallas in August. Uh, so on that note, I'm going to play this particular song before I sign off tonight. Again, it's called Time to Go Home by Michael Franti of Spearhead. And let me find it for you. And after the song, I'll, I'll let you know how you can send your interview suggestions and topic uh, uh, sorry, interview requests and topic suggestions. That is, got the words backwards there. <laughs> Let me find this song for you. I'll give you just a moment here. All right. So, again, this I dedicate to all military and veterans and their loved ones. Thank you all for all you all do, times infinity and beyond, and always keeping my soldier friends in my prayers. So, shout out to Lieutenant Emmy, First Lieutenant Emmy, and the Screaming Eagles and all of them. The Screaming Eagles in Afghanistan, this is Michael Fauci here, Captain James and all your whole crew out there. Keep up the great work. We're holding you in our hearts right now. Come home safe and live from your heart and do your very best every day. Peace. Respect. Oh, 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 oh,
collect those mini hats for Heroes for Hope, just let me know. And again, or if you don't crochet or knit, there's many ways to give back and help out. So again, check out Heroes for Hope on Facebook. You, At the very least, you will be inspired. Let me tell you that. You think you're having a bad day, you just get on Heroes for Hope and you will be so inspired by these amazing children and their families and military veterans. My favorite is watching these kids I love that story Leisha shared earlier about the little girl who had just had camo the day before and was determined to walk the entire 5K walk and finish the, the line. I wish I could have seen that. That's just amazing. Can you imagine? I mean, for me, I've done a 5K walk. It's not easy. It's not, you know, as an adult. I mean, uh, could you imagine just having chemo the day before and doing that? Like, that is so inspiring. So that's a great example of how strong these kids are. They're so resilient, so positive. So again, check out Heroes for Hope on Facebook. And you can also message me again anytime at Coffee Talk WC. And I'm going to wish each and every one of you a safe and wonderful week ahead. I'll probably be going back to the two-hour format soon, probably after uh, Easter. Because next weekend is coming Friday. April 19th is Good Friday, and then that Sunday, April 21st, is Easter. So I may take hiatus for that special day with my face and all. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and wish each, if you do celebrate, happy Easter. If not, that's okay. I love you all. I always say diversity is a beautiful thing. We all learn from each other, cultural differences, religious differences and all. Love you all. And uh, But I plan to definitely be back by April 28th and start doing the two-hour format again. Uh, We do lots of fun segments from trending topics to open mic night. So get ready. Have those opinions on the fun, entertaining, trending stories and awesome. So uh, open mic, get your talents ready, (laughs) poetry, comedy, music, all that and more. Really excited. Oh, I wanted to tell you all, since I'm an aspiring comedian, I wanted to tell you all something I joined last week that's really fun. It's called Pajamas and Punchlines, hosted by Marty Simpson. You can find that on Facebook. Every Tuesday night, they have a virtual open mic night. I tried it out for my first time last Tuesday. I was a bit shy, you know, have the stage right issue. I'm trying to conquer to get myself back into my dream of stand-up comedy. And, uh, yeah, and so... Um, that kind of ties back into Heroes for Hope. You know, I mentioned my birth parents had cancer. My birth dad died in 2014, and he was like a really big mentor to me when it came to stand-up comedy and such. And so uh, after having this weird stage right issue after he passed. But anyway, but I'm trying to finally get myself back to that because it's really, really one of my biggest dreams as an, as an aspiring comedian. Anyway, and so they have this virtual open mic night, which I thought, well, that's great. It's like stepping stones for me to get back, you know, conquer my fear of stage fright. So anyway, it's called Pajamas and Punchlines. You can find it on Facebook, again, hosted by Marty Simpson, and I think you can do four minutes clean material, but you need to sign up beforehand, and then he takes, like, the first five people that have never, the first five people that have never done it before, sign up, something like that, first four or five, he'll, or maybe three, I don't know, he'll have them perform first, and then the others, the regulars, you know, whoever they have time for, but even if you don't participate, you can, you can join as an audience member, it's really fun to check out, that's uh, what I started to do, I really was just more of an audience member, I actually didn't even do video, I just did audio and listened, and they had extra time at the end, so I just did like one short joke and got feedback but just watching is great because each person does their stamp comedy act and then they give feedback the others give feedback it's really helpful so I learned a lot just by watching them and then I decided I'm actually going to go for it and participate and do the actual whole four minute act video chat uh this Tuesday I'm so nervous but I think it'll be fun they're a really nice group of people 
All right. So again, wishing each and every one of you a safe and wonderful week. And don't forget, check out Heroes for Hope on Facebook. Love and peace. This is Shell signing off for now. Good night and prayers.